0: Now, before I begin, I'd like to just start by saying I'm really excited that um, for this opportunity to present a psalm. It is. I was thinking last night how difficult this would be if we were not excited to praise God and to. that we're not committed, you know, if I, that would be very difficult for me, but I feel much better and more excited to actually, to know that you want to hear God's word. And I'm very excited. This psalm is a very simple psalm. It's Psalm 113. And I I went for simple because I'm a simple person and I've got simple points to make. And we've heard this over and over. We heard it even last Sunday, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It is a commandment. And Real quick, why do we praise God? I want you to think about that. It is one of the most enjoyable ways that we can communicate with our Creator. Yes, That's pretty, in such a personal way, too. We can do it together. We can sing. We can do it on our bed at night. We can all do it at once at our bed at night. It's amazing. He's, yes. We can all do it. Why do we praise Jehovah? Of course, He created us and commands us. But the point I want to focus on today is that He actually cares about me. Amen. And He actually cares about you. He, he has regarded our helpless estate. And right. this psalm, honestly, when I read it, or sometimes I'll flip through, I'll just read the first three verses and say, okay, I need to praise the Lord when I wake up and when I go to bed. But you read on, and there's a reason we should praise the Lord. He does care about us, yes. and He does right. things for us. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and read this psalm, Psalm 113. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Yes. Who is like unto the Lord our God who dwelleth on high, who humbleth himself? to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. Mm -hmm. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. (laughs) So it starts out, saying that. In verse 1, praise, O ye servants of the Lord. And that, that's the, what I want to focus on, is that we are his servants, and we have a special ability to praise God like no one else can on earth. They might fake it and do it with their lips, but we can actually do it with our hearts and praise yes. him with our lives, even in horrible circumstances. And we'll get to that in a second. So praise, O ye servants of the Lord. And we're his servants in, um. The word I want to get for the first verse is our gratitude. Are we showing the Lord? That's the way we, we praise God. We show him our gratitude. Are we truly grateful for all he's done for us? Verse 2. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Yes. Amen. Yes. Does this does the Lord deserve our praise forever? <clears throat> does he deserve our full commitment to bless his name from this time forth? I love focusing on this time forth. It is our commitment Today, for the rest of our lives, yes. Yes. <clears throat> it is implied in this verse that no matter what happens, we should praise the Lord. Yes. From this time forth, it doesn't matter what happens. And I've got a challenge for you this morning, and um, it was a challenge that I started about a month ago, <clears throat> and I realized how little I was praising the Lord throughout a given day. Psalm 119, 116 says, "'Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments.'" And seven is the perfect number. We're not limited to just seven, but I started just, okay, I'm going to praise him seven times a day at the least. And sure enough, I was, I was barely making it past five sometimes. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, you get busy, and that's okay, but David had a set mindset. I'm going to praise you seven times for different things, and you can set reminders on your phones. You can write it down. Right, It's a great thing to do. So I challenge you seven times a day or more if you want. <clears throat> So um and you also notice in this verse from this time forth and forevermore we're going to be praising him in heaven forever. Yes. And that it's almost not relevant right now but um so I feel like verse 3 is more important from this from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same the Lord's name is to be praised. We can look forward to praising him forever but right now while we wake up right. this is this is what counts. It is more it is more important to praise God while you are alive while you have you know while you 're breathing um, and this is something i haven 't always understood um, just you know, is it better to praise the lord while you 're alive than versus heaven forever, right, but we can actually give the Lord a sacrifice right yes because we 're surrounded by Damn. sin, and I, this is not what we naturally want to do. I naturally don 't want to get up here <laughs> but I'm, I'm here, and I want to praise the Lord today because he has made a difference in our lives. We're not, yes. we're not special. He put the desire in us, right, and we can right. take the desire and run with it. From, from the rising of the sun to the going down the sand, the Lord's name is to be praised. It, is, it should be happening in our lives. All right, now verse 4. This is when it gets really good. Um, the Lord is high above all nations, and his gl- glory above the heavens. And I really only have one point for this particular verse, and that is, the Lord doesn't need us. You know, he he is far above us, and he doesn't need us, but he still cares about us somehow, right? Right. And then just continuing verse 5, Who is like unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? And notice the excitement. Based on verse four, he's high above heaven. he doesn't need us. We heard this morning that he fills heaven and earth right. and he's above the heavens. He doesn't need us, but he he somehow cares about us enough that he would do what verse seven leads into he raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill. Amen. So this verse is a highlight to the psalm for me, because he not only does he think about us, care about us, and love us, but he does things for us. So we have two metaphors here. He raises up the poor out of the dust and the needy out of the dunghill. And I feel like these metaphors can mean a lot of different things um, because there's a lot of different types of trouble that we can be in. Right. Um, we can be in financial trouble. We can be in relational trouble, physical trouble. And, but I really want to focus on spiritual trouble, and I kept wanting to associate dung and dunghill with sin just because of the filthy nature that it has and how it makes us look filthy. Right. Um, and it destroys us. Yes. You know, it, <laughs> we, we like to say, or we don't like to say this, but, you know, the world says, you know, I'm in I'm great, you know, what, and just I need to be lifted up out of this horrible pit. And, um, you know, a dunghill is about as low as you can get, Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, he, he still is there for you, and he'll, he'll bring you up. Right. So David uses metaphors like this in other places. Um, Psalm 69, Save me, O God, for the waters are coming unto my soul. I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I, come, I am come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. So is David actually drowning here? He, no, he said, verse 3, I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried and my eyes fail when I wait for my God. So he uses this in different places and I like I like how he does that. It reminds me of Psalm 40 and notice poor and needy Psalm 40 at the last verse says I am poor and needy but yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Yes, yes. Right. That's, that's it. And that that word right there, yet, the Lord thinketh upon me. That is so let's see. So moving on to verse 8 and That he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people, and the Lord sets us up for success like no one else can. He's the only person that can deliver us from trouble, and just thinking about the princes in this room that he set us with, you know, he's taken us from sinful lives, and he he set me with you guys, you know. I mean, we're around we're around prince, the the princes in this room and the pillars and. But we're with the princes of his people. Forget yes. financial <laughs> success and with your bosses and I'm this is more important. Yes, so verse nine. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Yes. Now this is a perfect example of recognizing the sovereignty of God and submitting yourself to his perfect will. Um, this lesson is priceless. The Lord may not give you the desires of your heart in the way that you've defined for yourself. And it's okay to have desires and to make plans for your life. And, you know, everyone wants children. And this is a woman that can't have children. But the Lord supplies her needs in other ways to be a joyful mother of children. And so life doesn't always go as planned, but it's. um, But by keeping the Lord first, He's going to supply your needs. Right. And. That's all I had for today, but thank you very much, and the Lord be praised and lifted up.